cleaning industry is worth nearly $350 billion. One of the first clients that we had, her husband had actually committed suicide in their home. I had to go in there and clean that house for her. It was one of the hardest things that I've ever had to do. Cleanliness is next to godliness. Why? Your external world is a representation of your internal world. We've got some really powerful people that we're in conversation with. And there's people that you've talked out of it as well. I have. The whole product-based industry, it's just not transparent. This is fucking business. Welcome to the jungle. What do you think of the key was to your success? We built seven figures simply by replying to Facebook comments. Zero marketing. Are you fucking serious? In order for you to run a successful business, you have to know yourself. So that's one of the biggest leaps if you want to take that in spirituality is to actually know who the fuck you are. To play hard in entrepreneurship, is to know that you are the motherfucking creator. Like you are the common denominator in every step that you take. Welcome to episode three of the Business Thruple. I'm Al. I'm Jamie. And I am Jasmine Shuri. So in this episode, we're going to go through what is the Green Rebellion and where the fuck are we going? The good old Green Rebellion. We have started a mighty rebellion. My brother, my brother called me this morning. He was like, How's your green machine going? <laughs> green, like green actually really suits you. I think you were born to be in a green rebellion. <laughs> we keep getting little chips every now and then because of the the green of us, like being some kind of Irish gang at the moment. So I had to actually Google, like when we come up with the name, the green rebellion, not everyone was like really sold on, sold on it and it had to grow. But when people, we kept, people were going out with the shirts on, they're like, are you guys Irish? I had to like. Google it and make sure that wasn't some <laughs> cultural thing that we had stepped on ground. No, but it is an Irish green. Well, it's not. Sorry, it's not. It is. <laughs> it is Do not say it's Irish it green. It is green rebellion green. <laughs> so the cleaning industry is worth nearly $350 billion. Yeah. The, when, we, when I actually had a look at the numbers – and the first time I really looked at it was when I was creating the brand licensee info pack. So just for a little bit of context, what we did, Jamie and Al brought me into the business as their global expansion strategist. Um, and part of our strategy is to bring on, um, so Jamie and Al um, look after the Gold Coast. Um, and then we've got a, our first brand licensee was, uh, her name is Nicole, or Nikki. She's, um, she bought the like, one part of the UK uh, she's got plans to build out the whole of the UK um, and I've bought uh, Sydney uh, as the territory and our strategy is to sell brand licenses to oh, we'll, uh, sell area licenses um, for people to come in. and We didn't want to do a traditional franchise model. Like that was really clear like when we put the plan and the structure together, we didn't want to go down that traditional franchise model and there were so many reasons for that but we wanted to give people more balls in the game and be part of something. Like, a, like it was a, it's a very mission-driven company, like the missions that we do have behind it. Like we've got a giving back program so we have a mission to donate over a million dollars worth of three hours. hours. I always say that. We have a mission. This is this is for the cut up reels. <laughs> we have a mission to donate over a million dollars worth hours. hours. I'm Take gonna give. I'm gonna three. give up. You you do this. Talk Take into three. the camera and tell what tell all the crowd what our missions are. Our mission is to donate one million hours worth of cleaning to people in need. So if anyone out there is in need of cleaning and they can't afford their own clean. A part of our mission to donate a million hours worth of cleaning and also to bring on a hundred thousand green rebellions into our mission. 
And what and was and the third one is is to completely eliminate chemicals from all homes and workplaces across the world. So not a not an easy task, but we've started, you know. I think we're about 500 homes and workplaces into that mission after not even two years. So I'm really happy with that. What I love about that though, um, how you guys spoke about just one house or business at a time. Yep. How do you eat an elephant one mouthful at a time? How do you create a planet um, that uh, is toxin-free? Well, you start a cleaning business and, you know, I, I, I love, I particularly love about this mission is that, you know, we're not making any of the, um, you know, the current cleaning, you know, we're not putting shit on them at all, but it's more education-based. We're not shameless. Yeah, and we're non-fear-based. We're all, like, that's a really big thing for us is not to drum fear into people. We're just about giving people an option if they choose to have a look at it and then just helping people to live a healthier life inside their home. For me, it was, you know, it comes back to my values and truth and honesty. And for me, it was the industry was very not just the cleaning industry, right, but the whole product-based industry, it's just it's not transparent. And so it's about truth and integrity and honesty for me. So we're an education mission-based company and so we wanted to put the education out there without the fear behind it. So that's why when we were developing how are we going to get around the globe, we didn't want to do it with your traditional franchise model because that was going to limit us. So we have a two-buy-in system with the Green Rebellion. One is as a brand licensee, so they buy shires around the globe. As Jazz was saying, we're in the UK, Sydney at the moment. Um, we've, we've got some really powerful people that we're in conversation with and there's people that you've talked out of it as well because you ha they haven't been aligned. I have. So that going back to last episode, we were really mindful for this ecological business to work. It needs to be the right kind of people. Mm. We're not. We're here for the long game, <laughs> so we're not going to just you know bring cash flow in that's going to solve our problems now. To get this business around the around the world and our whole plan, how to do that, we're very um, directional with that, and so we won't just take money for fuck's sake. Um, bringing in the right kind of people to help us spread out across the globe has been like the number one thing. And then our second buy-in is um, is our biz in the box opportunity, which is actually turning into a whole business by ourselves by itself. And what I saw long term with those gaps in the market is biz in the box. You can currently come on and train and certify as a cleaner, then access jobs via the Green Rebellion. The long term plan, once we get Green Rebellion around the globe in the next three years, is biz in the box will be um, a training academy. So whether that's um, you can come in and train in massage therapy, you know, eyelash extensions, any home-based service, you come in and train in Biz in the Box and then get access to our app, which will be in development in the next year. I love having those conversations with you and I also love saying, Jamie, let's just do one thing at a time really well. And I love, I, I have so much respect for you for the wider vision that you have. And then it's like, okay, cool, now let's just concentrate on the Green Rebellion for now and let's really build the brand, you know, um, work towards training those 100,000 green rebellions, you know, and I, I, you know, this isn't going to be an overnight success job. Like we have got a long journey ahead of us. Like it's not. Yeah. And for two Geminis, it's really hard to focus on one thing. That's why I'm here, guys. That's, yeah. what, that's what you've been really well at, good at, Jazz, because my brain is like big picture and I see where we're taking this. 
And the crazy thing is Jazz and I were on a call with a young man from Dubai a few weeks ago and he got this app up and he's like, oh, I've got this app and it's like really similar, not like nobody, no, there is nothing out there that is what we are creating but he had a similar app that Uber just bought for like $30 billion, was it? I thought it was $300 billion. $300 billion. So <laughs> it, I'm like. Let's go now, but our, our number one main focus is our missions and getting the Green Rebellion around the globe in three years. And we're on, we're on track and it's actually moved way quicker than what we even thought. You know, Nikki came in when we were just getting ready. <laughs> yep, she was straight on board. She, she, was, she was straight on board. She was, she was seeing the vision and I think that's a big thing is what we are getting with a lot of the people that do reach out to us, become a brand licensee. Mm. It's like really similar to what you were saying, Jazz, is that I've, I had a dream or it was just a deep knowing or I had this, you know, kind of woo-woo experience and, and feeling that I just want to be part of what you guys are doing. And once again, that's really big for me to know I've actually created something that people want to be a part of. Yeah, but it's, I also, guess- it's also it's also the simplicity of what has been created too and like the way that it's been put together is that it's so easy for people to come in because like we've done these hard yards at the start. We've like full, we've um, tested everything and tried it all out. And then simplified it into this model now where people can just come in and simply duplicate what leverage we're doing. Leverage us, leverage us, you know, uncapped leverageable opportunity and the numbers that we did, you know, on the Gold Coast as, you know, ground zero and the first testing ground of developing yeah. the structure, you know, seven figures um, from knowing nothing and, you know, a Canva brand and a, and a homemade website that we did that seven figures. What do you think the key was to your success on the Gold Coast in building a what is now a seven-figure brand. There was massive gaps in the industry that yep. nobody was doing anything about. You know, like if anybody gets online and I'm and side note, we built seven figures simply by replying to Facebook comments. Yeah. That People was it. that was it. Zero marketing. Zero zero paid marketing. So to get to that seven figures by doing that, there's that's clearly a massive gap in the market where yeah. we come in and fill the gap. That's how much demand is just in this area for a decent cleaner. Do you think that uh, – Not in this – worldwide because no, but even – I'm saying just in our area, that's just, how much demand was there for us to be able to do that just in this one spot. And there's no one cleaning company around the globe that owns more than 5% of the, of the industry and that is our plan in the next three years is to take and own more than 5% of the yeah. industry. So if you were to paint a bit more of a picture on that, like we're on the Gold Coast, right, which is a pretty big area but not massive. You look at areas like where Jasmine is, Sydney – you know, Melbourne, you know, places like this where you can still jump in and grab one of these opportunities, the ability that you're going to have to scale beyond even what we've been able to create is massive. Well, Jazz, you looking at those numbers and our plans, like. Oh, just, I, it was such a pivotal conversation between us because I was preparing the brand licensee pack uh, and I'm like, okay, if I was a brand licensee, what would I want to know, Do you know, so um, put myself in their shoes and then I was, you know, looking at the business modelling that I was creating, like the financials, and I was like, "Yo, are you, are you fucking serious? You can't, like, you, you can't lose." Well, I think that you know, um, I'm just trying to think. Could you lose? Like, I, I think there's risk in every um, business model, you know. And this isn't a, you know, this isn't a business model for the brand licensees where come in and um, hands off, completely hands off. 
Mm. Um, uh, and you know, watch your business grow. Like you got to have skin in the game. You, you know, like I've still yeah, been working. We don't ever want to try and paint that picture for anybody either. Like the hustle just- is not dead anymore in Jamie and Alan's yeah. world. I think, but you, it's a model that the only way that you can lose with the model and system that we've made is if you don't do the IPAs. And the IPAs are simply replying to comments in Facebook groups at the moment. What does IPA stand for, Jamie? Income producing activities. Yeah. So when you made that 65K in that month in your entrepreneur journey, that was you just did IPAs. And for us and and our brand licensees, like we've put the systems, the website and everything together. So it's either um, our brand licensees or their managers if they choose our passive opportunity, which you did, Jazz just replying in Facebook groups and following up leads and putting them in the system. Is it is it guaranteed? No, nothing in life is guaranteed, but I cannot think. I've like I I love data research is like big for me. I love numbers. So I'm always constantly getting online and looking and researching and go, is there something close to what we've created? And I can't find anything. Mm. I think one of the really interesting questions in um that we got, uh, I've been asked personally um, but also it was in our most recent brand licensee webinar was, well, I'm a coach or I'm a breathwork facilitator or I'm this or I'm that, um, I'm an, you know, whatever you are, does it make sense for me to own a cleaning business? Which is cleaning is mainstream. It's not your woo-woo. It's not conscious. You know, traditionally it's not conscious. And I remember that, I remember on the brand Cleanly- licensee webinar. Cleanliness is next to godliness. Cleanliness is next to godliness. But I do remember on that webinar and I was like, this is an opportunity for you right now to activate your business brain to this person who was, you know, created a sexuality school and, you know, was uh, looking at um, buying like the Northern Rivers, Byron Bay, Ballina region. And there's nothing in your skill set that is you're not going to be able to start and build this cleaning business. It's, it's, I wrote a post about this on the weekend I remember a couple of years ago, uh, a friend of mine, I, I, I think I was talking to a friend of mine around like an eBay business and looking at the numbers with that. And my friend was like, oh, no, that's not spiritual enough for me. <laughs> and I look back at that and I kind of scurried away and I was like, oh, yeah, it's not spiritual enough. Oh, yeah, we've got to be spiritual. Do you know, like, like shoot me now. Um, uh, and it's like this is fucking business. Like welcome to the jungle. And what like our ability to have a look at the cleaning industry t- statistics, case studies, you know, what happened in your business. And it's like, for me, it's like, well, what's actually fucking possible for my life and the difference that I want to make in the world and for my ability to contribute um, to the lives of others through commercial enterprise, that's actually a spiritual business. Yeah, oh. and that's what I was going to say. I'd have to call bullshit on that when someone says that it's not because – in order for you to run a successful business, you have to know know yourself, yeah? Know thyself. Know thyself. Yeah? And so that's one of the biggest leaps if you want to take that in spirituality is to actually know who the fuck you are. Yeah, and to be able to access that. And here's the thing. I looked at the numbers I, as a brand license, putting my brand licensee hat on now. I looked at the numbers uh, and I thought this is bloody brilliant. And then I looked at the business mission and then I looked at the skill set that I have and the drive that I have and then I tuned in, I closed my eyes and I tuned in and everything in my body was a yes. Because numbers don't lie, but sometimes numbers don't tell the whole story either. Yes. So you've got to do your own due diligence. You actually have to, 
Uh, but you, you you need to you, you need to connect in. Like, is this for my highest purpose? And if it's not, don't fucking do it. I think for me, like the biggest thing, you know, coming back to you know truth and integrity, and you know, being really good at sales. One of the things that I was really adamant at the start, I was not going to say things to sell things. Yeah, you know, that's that. what we put the brand licensee pack together. Like the numbers, we don't need to sell it. Like it actually, if it's for you and it's a calling, it it, it sells itself, and I used to really hate that term, the perfect storm. Like it's really big in network marketing. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. So I hate to use this term, but it, it really is. And because I'm not actually money driven, like I'm great at creating cash flow. But the reason why I think that I really am is because I'm really mission driven. And so I think, mm. you know, we've come in and we're shaken up an industry that had massive gaps in it. And I think, you know, there's so many industries out there that you can do this in. But for us, it was specifically the cleaning industry. So, you know, filling those gaps, but also for me, you know, like I'm not, I can't actually move my body unless something is, you know, got contribution behind it and that is mission-based. I know our, our loves numbers, that's what's great about our dynamic together. Like he, he loves numbers, money talks to our, but I'm like very mission-based. So I think these massive gaps and my big picture thinking and clear insight on how to actually eliminate gaps in markets with my mission-based mentality has created a pretty fucking amazing storm. Thank you, Jamie. I, and I went, I feel like going to say like when you, when you say it, you're like, I feel like a bit of a wanker when I say this. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> right, you can put your wanker hat on for a minute. Yeah, put my wanker hat on. But, you know, my, my, my mind did create a pretty fucking amazing business opportunity. Like I've said, I've done the research. I can't find anything with the buy-in and the earning potential that comes even close mm. to it. Which was another reason behind doing the whole brand licensing thing because we want to make it affordable as we possibly can for the people that are coming in. Yeah, and I think, Jazz, like your skill set and coming in and structuring it out, you know, like as income and cash flow comes in, that it's supporting the global brand and not us as the owners and the CEOs of the company. Like it, it's it's fully ecological from the start and even our two-tier buy-in, like our business in the box people, our green rebellions and cleaners on the ground, we've given them balls in the game. Like in any way that we could look to structure the company so it was win-win, we made it happen. Do you want to speak to, um, I, I obviously don't say who they are, um, but the there's been a few people that you've talked out of who've, who've reached out what, what was the common denominator or um, characteristic of those people that you said no to? Um, one specifically just didn't have, I felt like, the business mindset. So had, had What does that look like, business mindset? Um, somebody that is, for me, business mindset is a complete um, unvictim mentality. Is that the correct terminology? So non-victim like mentality. And I don't want to be an asshole by saying that, but to play hard in entrepreneurship is to know that you are the motherfucking creator. Like you are the common denominator in every step that you take. That's like that Jocko. Uh, kind really? of, yeah. I, 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 I listened to his podcast recently, like Extreme Ownership. Yeah. Sorry, not his podcast, um, his TED Talk. Hmm. Uh do you know that extreme ownership? Like, I want to take mm. this thing by the fucking balls and, you know, like activate that business mindset of like what's possible. How can I make this extraordinary? I have no room for weakness. I, I like strength. What does that mean, though? 
So if for me, weakness is being at the effect to your life and the things around you. So is that weakness or is that just being, you, do you mean you have no room for victimhood? Yep. Because there is a difference. We are always the common denominator, right? So anything that happens in my life, like from the wheelchair to old mate ripping me off to, you know, selling our house and, you know, we create it all, you know, like, you know, I'm, you know, I'm like cancer, all the things, anything that happens in our environment, like I believe that we create it all. So when we're looking at brand licensees, I'm looking for people that, and you're great at this, Jazz. This is why I love you so much. You take complete self-radical responsibility. And that's why I love you and your honesty, like your raw fucking honesty. I value more than anything in the world and your strength. And you don't play into that I'm a woman and I should be you know, just be sitting here and looking pretty and feminine, you know, like I think that's really big within, you know, the coaching or the spiritual community. Like if you're a woman, you shouldn't be striving for something where for me, like we were talking about business before, like whether you've got a dick or a fanny, you know, we've all come here to grow and learn and pushing ourselves to the edges of what is possible. Um, And entrepreneurship is like a great place to do that. So when I'm looking for brand licensees, I'm looking for those strengths in people and so we've got for me it doesn't mean that you have an existing business I think that's a great skill set that you've played in business and I think all the people that we've looked at now they're either being seasoned business people or they're just starting out in business it's the mentality of the person that is the creator they know that they're the creator they're here to take radical responsibility and go balls to the wall because there's definitely going to be, I've had balls to the wall moments uh, and I haven't even launched yet. Like Sydney's launching in three, four weeks now, I think th- th- three and a bit weeks. And I've had, I've, you know, people look at me and they don't see me uh, shaking or they don't see me doubting myself or they don't see, but I still have those moments, Do you know, and people are like, what? You don't have, you're not confident or you're not this or, I have those moments of doubting myself. I have those moments of, holy shit, what have I done? Those moments are fleeting, but they still happen. They're and to exciting. Be able to, well, I'm talking about my experience, you know, and I, you've helped, you're very good at kind of, you know, helping uh, repattern the brain, but that they are moments of fear. It's like, okay, like, holy shit, what am I doing? Oh, my God, am I going to, it's like starting a new relationship, you know, am I going to lose my, uh, freedom or, you know, and so stepping in as a brand licensee, yeah, there's been some scary moments like within myself. It was like that, like, oh, my gosh, what have I done, you know? But the beautiful thing is is that I've been able to navigate the, the, those, you know, they don't hang around for long because, the, you know, when you do have those moments, it, the only thing to do is to take another step. Yeah, and that's take the best thing about forward. you is you've always got this really high self-awareness of yourself and where you're at. And that gives you the ability to process that and then move on, which is exactly what Jamie's talking about. And I think that's like that specific person and that's why like to bring a person in that we need to coach through those moments in time and like they're going to happen. You've got to have a massive level of self-awareness. If you're not reaching the edges, you're not playing a hard enough game because that's where growth happens, right? And for me, when I reach those edges for myself, I actually get excited. Like my nervous system is now trained to go when I feel yucky or when I've got that 
anxiety, right? Mm. I know I'm reaching my edges and I know what happens after that. Mm. You know, we're in a really cruisy time now, but like a few weeks ago, like I I had hit my edges. And there's going to be weeks like that. There's going to be weeks and months like that where we need to uh, meet those edges within ourselves and regulate our nervous systems. I fucking hate talking about nervous systems because it's like the new hot thing, that and being trauma-informed. Trauma um, uh, but being able to meet yourselves in those moments and go, okay, this is just, a, you know what? We had it two weeks ago. This has been a tough week. We got to Friday. I'm like, anyone talk to no one for the weekend? I need everyone to leave me alone and I just need to go away and be in my own energy. We did what we had to do that week and there were some really tough conversations that we needed to have. Some fucking tough conversations. I think playing in business is oh, like I don't ever want to be ruthless. Like I, I hate that word. I hate that term. And, you know, when we talk about a heart-centered, mission-based business, but that's been my edge of the entrepreneur. You know, I'm a massive people pleaser. I, I Like I've got this mother, mothering instinct and I want everybody to be happy. But sometimes you've got to have those hard conversations and not make people happy. And so if we can bring business partners in that play and have like a similar way of thinking or know that they are 100% responsible for their own realities and what they create, the way that they communicate with the people around them makes everything move so much easier. You know, you're great at that, Jazz. So self-responsible, unvictim heart still like heart-centered mission-based people that are not here to fuck spiders we're looking for people that are not here to fuck (laughs) spiders that are here to play to help humanity you know not not just play for themselves but have um there's an amazing man that I follow um Michael Tellinger and he talks about contributionism and how like he's been developing this Ubuntu 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 um African terminology and like he just how he talks about contributionism and creating ecological systems in society like I'm just in awe of so if I can find those people that want to be part of something and align it with something so simple as a cleaning company that's who we're looking for and I think that you know other thing that's just very alive for me is you know and it even happened you know through COVID it's like we need cleanliness we need and and what what's your saying? Cleanli- cleanliness is next to godliness. And why? Your external world is a representation of your internal world. So you're, if you're living in a mess on the outside, you can just imagine what's going through that person's mind at the time. So for us, that's a really big thing: is to have a clean, nice environment to be living in and operating from. And but that not was- just for ourselves, but you know, for our clients and for the exactly, people. Yeah. Do you know, like, like, and and, and that's a life giving environment. Mm. And so it's. My assertion that yeah. our business, like the Green Rebellion, is a life-giving, yeah. you know, on so many levels. And, and with us wanting to donate, sorry to cut in, but to, to, to donate that time back to the community. That's what I that's was going to say. a massive Big. thing for us because we've been in that situation where it's been fucking hard for us mm. to keep our home tidy and our environment clean like with Jamie in the wheelchair. So if we can give that little bit of peace to somebody for free, you know, help them have a beautiful, clean home, then, you know, that makes us so it's much happier. It's the thing that's overlooked, right? You know, when people are going for a really hard time, one of the things that people think about is donating money or, you know, time, but nobody thinks about the environment. Like if you can think about yourself being sick and if you're looking at like a lot of the people that we help now are people that are going through chemo and cancer treatment. Mm. 
he imagined for them like being so sick in that really crook sick space and yeah. looking out. Like you don't have the energy to clean your home. One of the first clients that we had, her husband had actually committed suicide in their home and she wasn't able to keep the home clean and I had to go in there and clean that house for her. And it was, it was one of the hardest things that I've ever had to do to know that there was children living in that environment. And like, it was that hard for us to go in there and do it. But we, and, this, and another lady that was helping me, we knew we had to do it. And we had to go in and at least give these kids a clean home that they could live in. Mm. And it, it was hard, but you know, we just, we had to push her and we had to do that service to help this lady. So if you think about yourself coming home to that clean environment, nothing fucking feels better for me. Like, I don't know how you feel. Like I know you have like your cleaner, but walking into a home that has its shit together makes me feel like I'm fucking winning at life. I literally want to kiss the ground my cleaner walks on. Yeah. Like when she, I'm like, I'm like, bye. I love you. Thank you for cleaning my home. Oh gosh. Like I just, you know, I'm like we're all busy and, you know, we live extraordinarily busy lives. You know, like I don't have kids but, you know, like, you know, uh, families, I was going to say just mothers but there's single dads as well, families or home environments. You know, we've got, you know, we've got to make our money. We've got to look after our kids where there's schooling, there's pickups, there's sport, there's all the things and life and business. It's like like having someone come into our homes that's reliable, that we can trust, that's going to, um, you know, clean our homes in a way that's, you know, like an ecological toxin-free so our families and our children and the people that we love are safe. Mm. So I think if if you guys want to go and check out the website, look at our missions, go to our about page, look at our missions, see what our three big missions are. If you're interested in our biz in the box opportunity, go onto the website too, look at biz in the box. You can see how you can create an amazing income with the green rebellion. Like we said, we've made it ecological for everybody. You can make up to two grand a week. Um, creating life on your terms. We have an amazing training model where we not only teach you how to do, be the best cleaner on the planet, but also money mindset training and business training within that platform too. For our brand licensees, if you're interested in helping us, you guys are the ones that are going to help us get this around the globe in the next three years. We're currently up the East Coast in Australia, got spots still going all around Oz, UK, growing these two areas like is our main thing at the moment. We're really excited to get to America um, but at the moment, buying is really cheap while we're getting our numbers up. By the time we go to America, we're looking at selling these off for a lot more. A for lot a lot more. For a yeah. lot. I'll just that's all we'll say. For a lot more. A lot more. <laughs> because we're gonna have our data. You know, we've got our Gold Coast data and our numbers now. But as our brand licensees, our plan is to get them to a million dollar business within that six months. So that money. <laughs> Once we've got that data, that's what's gonna allow us to put our pricing up really a, a lot more. And there is two buy-in opportunities with our brand licensees. We've got owner operator, so people are. are are coming in to yes, leverage different models you can run yeah to leverage the most opportunity that means no you will not be doing any cleaning you'll be just running your own business in your own area um or you can do what jazz did jazz already has the green rebellion she's helping with she already has her own consulting business she's really busy in so she chose a passive model which she has her own business manager we gotta wrap up yo yeah <laughs> we'll talk about the green rebellion all day <laughs> <laughs> 
So if you'd like to check us out on our socials, uh, we are on YouTube, uh, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Have I missed anything else out? Everywhere and anybody, everywhere, links. At The Green Rebellion, links are below. Check us out. And if you're interested in becoming a brand licensee, um, uh, reach out to Jamie uh, by the details below. Uru.